0: This is One in 44, a presentation of Anderson Center for Autism. One in 44 is a weekly show devoted to autism spectrum disorder.
1: Good morning and welcome to One in 44, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, Chief Development Officer at Anderson Center for Autism. And today I am really excited to be speaking for the second time with Allison Krauss, who is the Director of Strategic Initiatives and Clinical Services for the Staff Assistant Experience at Ramapo uh, for Children. Um, And this time, along with Allison, I have another guest, Brandon Sher. And Brandon is an alumni of the Staff Assistant Experience. So we're going to talk today a little bit more about kind of the days and the lives of of folks who were participating in that program. But we're going to hear directly from Brandon about his experience. how he got into it, what it was like, and then probably towards the end, we'll hear about what he's doing now. So Allison and Brandon, welcome to the show.
2: Hey, Eliza, Thank thanks for having us.
0: Uh, thanks for having me.
1: <laughs> You're welcome. It's my pleasure. Um, it's really, really great when we can both kind of learn about a program that's going on, especially one that's local to the area. You guys are located right in Rhinebeck and Dutchess County, New York, just up the road from Anderson. Um, but also when we have the opportunity to hear directly from somebody who's participated in the program. And in this case, Brandon, that's you. So I really just wanna thank you again for offering to share your story with us today.
0: Oh, I'm glad I can do that.
1: All right. so. Let's jump into it, um, Allison. I know that you shared in our first conversation some of your background as a social worker, and you've been at Ramapo for about two years, um, and and kind of what you see going on there in terms of the specific Ramapo uh, approach that makes this program so successful and so impactful. Um, we'll come back to you in a minute, but Brandon, I'd like if you could just tell us a little bit about you, maybe how old you are and uh, how you learned about Ramapo or anything you'd like us to know about yourself.
0: Uh, I joined Ramapo in mm-hmm. 2017 as because I was looking for a new camp and I went there for three years as a camper in TLP and then RLP for three years, which was the Ramapo Leadership Program. Mm-hmm. And then I was asked to join the SAE Staff Assistant Experience Program right after high school. I did all the applications, and then right towards the end of school, I found out I was accepted, so I joined the program in in June of 2020 after I graduated, and I was there from June 26th of 2020 until August 28th of this year, 2022.
1: Wow. So I didn't even think about this when I was preparing for our interview today. But not only do you have a lot to share about your experience overall, but you were also there all throughout the pandemic, the COVID pandemic. Uh-huh. Did you feel that 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 being there during COVID made you feel more comfortable because you were in a setting that you knew or was it harder, do you think?
0: A little bit of both, but I was also used to it. I was used to being there for only like the summer, like eight mm-hmm. weeks, but never like in the year. But then I got used to it because I got used to some of the staff that I knew from the summer were there. And then I taught, I was there to help people. And then I immediately was just like getting the trust of everybody and also... Teaching some people about like the interests I have of like of like TV shows that I like and baseball, the Yankees and everything else. Yes,
1: yeah, so I can see you. Our listeners can't see you, but I can see you with your Yankee vest on, and uh, it's a big night tonight for the Yankees. So yeah. Um, cool. So
0: Brandon's
1: the
0: biggest Yankee fan. <laughs>
1: All Brandon. right, well go Yanks. You must be having a fun year then, watching Judge. Um, yeah, those home runs, and and uh, we'll see what happens yeah. tonight. Tonight is the the big playoff night, right?
0: At game four, no, game five at four oh seven, which I'll be at work, but I am going to be here. Like when I get off work, hopefully the game will be over and we win. And I'll be being let know by my family and everything. <laughs> All
1: right, well, fingers crossed. I'm excited for that too. Mm-hmm. Um, so Alison, I'm sorry. Did you want to say something?
2: No, I mean, I think um, it's it's great to hear that. It's amazing that Brandon is missing a Yankee game for work. Like, it that's incredible. <laughs> it just shows the uh, the uh, determination in his work ethic
1: and the commitment. So, so on that note, Brandon, you shared that uh, you were you were involved with Ramapo for camp. Um, you went there for several years, so you knew the campus, you knew the program to some degree. Um, but what what was your um, vocational interest that uh, that maybe you you pushed you followed up on a little bit more when you were in the SAE the the staff assistant experience?
0: It was because uh, when I was at, at five years old, I was studying volcanoes and earthquakes since I was that age, and then oh. and and then in Rampo, I was a I was focused in that and and being a broadcaster maybe for the Yankees but then ad changed because I was I re- had interviewed with the Renegades the minor league team for them and yeah. then I came close to getting it but then I didn't get it because it was a little bit far and then I noticed this then I was like I had realized then maybe childcare would work and I started doing all these childcare certificates and I got over 20 of them and I've got over 300 hours of a, as a childcare intern. And then I got a job that was near my house. That's in Westchester.
1: So when you were at Ramapo, did, did you have the opportunity was what you were doing was working with some of the children who were attending Mm -hmm. camp there?
0: Yeah, I did. I worked there as a camper, as a discovery counselor and a chest intern counselor when I was a camper there. And also I was a um, counselor in training. And I also worked with day camp and also blue path dogs with them, with the campers and teaching kids how to act with service dogs. And also like just teaching them about music and baseball. And then I had done multiple interviews and I almost got one with child care that was up there, but then, I found out my old camp I used to go to the Country Children's Center had had um and position for assistant teachers. So I interviewed and they immediately they immediately gave it to me because they knew how much I knew the place so well. So that's why they gave it to me and I've been working there since since the beginning of the school year of like September eighth.
1: Fantastic. So you're you're making me think um that I love what you said before about how you when you were working with children, you enjoyed teaching them about the things that you love. Right. Baseball um, and uh, and nature and things that you're involved in. I I used to be a teacher. I'm also a social worker by training. Um, One of the things that I found most exciting about my work when I was teaching was that it does give you the opportunity to share a lot of what you love. With younger people who are kind of figuring out what they might be passionate about and interested in. So, um, so do you have any stories you want to share with us about maybe something that you remember that really stood out for you that that made you feel really good about like connecting with a younger kid or, you know, or seeing somebody start to follow in your footsteps a little bit? That's one of the things that when you're a teacher you get to enjoy sometimes.
0: Yeah. I noticed that when I was in SAE, I remember when I remember one of my friends, Hudson. He is one of my friends that was a camper in in um, Rampo and TLP with me, and then in then he joined SAE in my final year there, and he. He always looked up to me and everything. And when I showed him around the, for the SAE experience and showed him around where he would stay and then when he was my roommate for a little bit. And I remember I had said to Hudson, just know you can come to me or anybody else. And and his parents had said they were glad I was looking out for him and everything and his, um, his parents said he had missed me and also the program. So it's like I knew, I didn't realize he had looked me like that and then and he and my friend Devin who was from my school he came to Rampool too and and his parents were happy that I was looking out for him and a lot of the kids that I worked with and there were some kids I worked with that were always looking up and always acting like more mature when they met me and everything and told them not not just like act like me but like just act like yourself but also I always say like you should actually like before you say something, just know to yourself. Say to yourself, "Did I already say this?" Think before you say, and and then some of the kids were always acting like that, and a lot of SAE participants were like always looking up to me and everything else.
1: That must feel pretty good. Sounds mm-hmm. like you really emerged as a leader through that program, mm-hmm. starting from when you were younger. Yeah, great.
2: Um, Brandon, didn't Hudson come to your birthday party at home?
0: Yeah, on Sunday. That's so uh, nice. With him, Sid, and Devin, and a lot of my family and some of my high school friends. That's
2: so awesome. I think that's the friendships, right, are such a cool part of the program. Mm-hmm. So Brandon, that that's
1: great. That, that I love that, that you stay connected and and now you're um, moving into your adult life and and you've got some adult friends who are hopefully going to stay connected with you for, for years to come. Um, Brandon, you probably know that there is a myth out there in the world that, um, that people with, with autism and, or other developmental disabilities or any, any sort of challenge, for some reason, there's a myth that, that folks do not want to have friendships or relationships with other people. Um, I'm curious what you would say to somebody who might believe
0: that. I would probably tell them it's your choice, but also just first get to know them and everything. And just, like get to know them for the for a few weeks and then get to know them for the year and build trust with them and that they can be friends with anybody with any disability and everything else I would always tell them that always like read the person and like say and like not judge them but read them and also not repeat yourself talk less and just like also to like just like get to know them first because if you say something you may not know how that makes them feel and everything
1: sounds like great advice i love the uh just read the person and get to know them give them a chance right that's what we all need to do for each other I think (laughs) all over the place we're going to take a short break uh allison and brandon when we come back i'm hoping you can share with us um uh, your, your thoughts and your, your experience living with a roommate in this, in the uh, staff training experience, uh, I'm sorry, staff assistant experience. Um, and Allison, maybe we can talk about some of those uh, social opportunities that you're looking to uh, continue and maybe expand in the program. Yeah,
2: sounds great.
1: <laughs> All right. We will be right back. This is one in 44, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozensky and we'll be right back.
0: Alone And now, 1 in 44 continues on 100.7 WHUD. This is a weekly community affairs program presented by the Anderson Center for Autism.
1: Welcome back to 1 in 44, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, and today I have the pleasure of speaking with Allison Krauss, who is the Director of Strategic Initiatives and Clinical Services for the Staff Assistant Experience at Ramapo, and uh, Brandon Scher, who is an alumni of the program, the Staff Assistant Experience, and um, Brandon's been sharing some really great information and thoughts about uh, your experience um, when you were there and then what it's brought you to today, where you have a job at a camp um, that is local to you, where you live in Westchester, since you've left mm-hmm. the staff assistant experience, yes? Yeah. And it's you've been there for, what, about a little over a month now?
0: Since September 8th of 2022.
1: So things are going well?
0: Mm-hmm. Everything is going well at the That's job. And this is a camp that you used to go to when you were younger. Yeah, I was in a camp movie they made in 2014 and 15 and and I knew the place so well. And and we and when I heard about it, I first I couldn't remember and then I realized, wait, that's the old camp I used to go to. And and since then and since I started working with them, they've been like very helpful and everything else with me. And I helped them build a gaga pit for the place where I work at with them and everything in the school. Ah.
1: Yes. I hear a lot about uh, about that game. That's cool. Um, and, and what are your goals, Brandon? Do you, do you see yourself working with children, um, either neurotypical children or neurodivergent children for the rest of your life? Do you think this is your career?
0: I think it is because I want to work with kids and help them and be like a leader to them and everything and just like help them and be an impact in their lives and everything. Because I just, I just think they're, like should be more people working with kids and everything just like more people who may not know because they may not know if they don't try it and everything because Jeter had did a quote that I follow in is that there's nobody work harder than you do and everything else that's cool I love that you worked in a Jeter quote (laughs) I was
1: a big Jeter fan um that right. is, uh, that's great, Brandon. And, and again, congratulations for finding a position that really aligns with your interests and your passions and your skills and something that uh, I would think that you've already made an impact probably in a lot of lives and mm-hmm. will continue to do so. Um, I would like to go back in time a little bit with you to when you were in the staff ex- assistant experience and you were living mm-hmm. with a, a roommate,
2: correct?
0: Yeah. Um, two, no, eight, three.
2: Three?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay,
2: that they uh, change. So it's it's like a two individuals share kind of an apartment style living. But Brandon has had many different roommates in his okay. time here. Mm-hmm. So,
1: so living with other people, especially when they're not you know siblings that you know since you're born and you know family members, living with people um, can come with really I think probably some fun times and some really yeah. easy times, but it can also come sometimes with challenges. So yeah how did you work things out with your roommate? You know, whether it was where to put something in the apartment or what kind of, you know, food was being made that might smell a certain way or what you wanted to do with your downtime. Were there any like times when you had to kind of sit down and work something out?
0: Yeah. There were some times where me and my roommates had to like work things out and where I said, like, just where I put my stuff and say, this is where I'm going to put my stuff. And, I don't want anybody to touch it except when only when you ask me if you really need to use it, if you don't have anything.
1: Mm-hmm. So I would call that setting some ground rules, right? You had to have some boundaries and some rules to make yeah. it work. Um, what, what was, um, I guess, uh, w- were there any times that that started to feel hard and you reached out for some help from someone who, yeah. um, who was nearby and offering that kind of assistance?
0: Mm-hmm. There were a lot of counselors that I trusted and some that were like that I knew for a long time that were there and then some that had left for a new job and everything, a new experience. But like there were a lot of them that, that I trusted and, and they always helped me and, and helped me cooperate with my roommates, even though it may be hard. And, and then we worked it out and then after that it got well and everything.
1: Good, and it sounds like you've made some long-term friendships. Um, so sometimes you're going through a hard experience, but somebody actually can bring you closer. That's great. Sure. Um, Allison, is the is there purpose to um, encouraging people in this program to live together in close, you know, apartment living proximity? Is there is it purposeful to allow for that kind of um, conflict and conflict resolution?
2: Yeah. I mean, I think whenever you are living with a roommate, I mean, I can speak from my roommate experiences. One of my best friends was my roommate at one point and she's like, oh, we should not live together again. (laughs) Like it's hard to live with other people and to be able to problem solve. And our direct support staff is living in the same kind of community building. And so they will push in and help problem solve and do a lot of like, Scheduling. Like I think at one point in time, right, Brandon, there was like a cleaning schedule with you mm-hmm. and your roommate to make it just easier on them. And mm-hmm. it's it's just an opportunity to learn conflict resolution, to learn how to problem solve with another person. And I think Brandon definitely left with a lot of skills that he probably didn't have when he first got there. Do you think that's true, Brandon? Sure. Sure.
1: <laughs> so Brandon, now you work with, with new people, right? You have colleagues at work. Mm-hmm. Um Is there anything that you feel like you you definitely learned uh, at Ramapo that helps you have good working relationships with your colleagues now?
0: Yeah, like building trust with them, getting to know them and also learning from them and also like learning, telling them the ways how I learned it from Ramapo also.
1: That's great. That's great to hear. Um, Allison, are there plans that you have in the works or things that are going on right now that you're that you think will help enhance or um, increase the socialization opportunities and these um, opportunities for, I would call them real world uh, life skills, uh, as opposed to things like, you know, the academic skills you might learn in in a school setting. Is there going to be more of that coming?
2: Yeah. So, I mean, we are building right now within the staff assistant experience, we have initiative to build um, an online thrift store and we're going to do some pop-ups in the community. Um, And so that'll be great for like the customer service interaction and the vocational skill building. Um, We also do connect events out in the local community for any um, neurodiverse young adult that wants to come and meet some of our staff assistants. Um, You know, it's, It's open to the public, and and we can distribute some kind of flyers, and you can find out more on our website as well, and then we're also doing a a weekend connection, so the opportunity for young adults to come and stay on campus for a weekend, and again, engage with people that are living on campus, but also just kind of have a taste of, like, what is the staff assistant experience, what is it like to be away from home, and stay with roommates, Um, and it's also going to be a lot of fun. We're really excited about it.
1: Sounds great. Um, Brandon, do you ever go back and visit Ramapo?
0: Yeah, I did. uh, For Labor Day, I did. And I haven't gone to visit in a while because I've been getting used to my schedule and everything because I work every day from 3.30 to 6.30. And then on the weekends, I'm usually free. But like, I won't be able to do the event that Ali Ali had spoke about because I found out where I'm working is having an event also that same weekend and everything, so I won't be there. But I do try to visit a lot, but like I just had to figure out with my family schedule and just my normal one and everything else
1: to try. I have a feeling that your reason for missing the event at Ramapo still makes Allie pretty happy because that's it
2: does. A Although we we'll miss you <laughs> but yeah. it's great that you're adjusting to home and your work schedule making new connections and mm-hmm. so like
1: so we're coming down to the end of our interview time. Um, Allison, I'll start with you. If you have like a, you know, 30 seconds or a minute about anything that you really want our listeners to, to take away from this conversation, um, you know, what are what are the most important things you want people to know about the staff assistant experience?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think Brandon's story is so similar to so many others that are leaving our program. and just the opportunity to connect and build skills and then go into the real world and be able to utilize those skills in a meaningful way and and get work. I think it's such a special thing that we're doing here. And I, I think not enough people know that the staff assistant experience exists. And so with the limits on the services available, I just hope that this reaches someone who's looking for something like this.
1: I agree. Well, hopefully we can help get the word out a little bit more. But, um, you know, I do I do think it's unique and I think it's providing um, opportunities that that not enough people know about. I would agree with you. So thank you for that. Brandon, same question. You went through the experience. You are now alumni and kind of moving on to the next phase of your life. What do you want people to know about in particular um, with the staff assistant experience or about you?
0: Then then if you can trust me, that Rampaw is a really great place to go to as a camper and for SAE because they will help you start to learn independently and also help you like gain skills of like how to get a job and everything and will help you work on your relationships with people friendships or anything even family and will even help you with your regular relationship and also can also help you like deal with everything and just like help you get a job and also just like just like to help you just gain more skills of everything else and just like help you just be a better person and everything. And just letting you know that Rampo, you can trust me on that. Cause I was at Rampo for six years.
1: Yep. You've got
0: a lot of experience.
1: That's awesome. Brandon. I, are you, uh, are you living a happy life right now? Do you feel good yeah. about where you are?
0: I am. It's, I'm used to living at home, but I do try to, I've been having a lot of sleepovers with my friends, usually on the weekends, and I'm gonna try to have one with my cousin next Monday because we had to cancel last month, this Monday, because reschedule it to next Monday because he recently got a job. I think this is his first one, I don't know, but we had to reschedule it because he got a new job and has to get things done before today. So I understood and said we can do it. He couldn't come last Sunday because of the puppy, so he wanted to make it up to me by doing this. So I wanted to let him do it.
1: That sounds great. I uh, I wish there's a lot of times on this show that I wish um, our listeners could see the faces of the people I'm interviewing. Um, This is one of those times, Brandon, because when I asked you if you were happy, you got a big smile on your face. And that really says something to me in addition to all the nice things that you did say. um, It it sounds like the work that's going on at Ramapo and specifically with the staff staff assistant experience is about a lot of things. Um, Primarily, it seems like it's about... it's about living and, and learning how to, to, you know, sort of decide the direction that your life is going to go in. So congratulations to you on, on being an alumni and on getting a job. And Allison uh, Krauss and Brandon Chair, thank you so much for sharing your story and your experience with us today on One in 44.
2: Thank you, Eliza.
1: This is 1 in 44, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozensky and remember,
0: Anderson cares. You've been listening to 1 in 44, a weekly presentation of the Anderson Center for Autism. Join us for another edition of the show at this time next weekend.